Football is back, and BetMGM is inviting new customers to join the huddle and enjoy the action like never before. Sign up today using bonus code CAPITAL, and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. You'll also have instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, player props, and boosted odds specials. Just download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code CAPITAL and place your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. The BetMGM app is the perfect way to experience the excitement of wagering on live sports. Now in more markets than ever. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Today we're going to do something a little different. We're not going to talk about a specific film, but rather we're going to ask the question of why should we go to the movie theaters? Right? Why do we spend our 10 to $20 ticket, depending on where you are, to go watch a movie when you can probably watch it at home? And I can tell you there, there's a deeper impact that we have, especially thinking about our Christian faith and why going to the movies is actually really important for that. So I hope you join me as we go back to the movie theaters. My name is Cameron De La Torre, and this is The Patron Saint of Film. So when I think about why I go to the movie theaters, I mean, there's there's a couple of specific reasons. I mean, I, I enjoy it, of course. It's fun. Um, I find a lot of peace. But also, too, just... There's something about being able to encounter a film. And I, I, I say encounter because there's so much more that goes to a film than just watching it. right? You're talking about listening. You're talking about really kind of more so than observing, but actually going deeper into the characters and putting yourself in their, their shoes and understanding the technical aspects of what makes that film in front of you that you enjoy far greater than what you just see on the screen. right? And it's something beautiful about that. And that's something that I've always been kind of attached to. And I've talked plenty of times about why film is is such a big part of my life and why I'm so passionate about film. But I haven't talked too much about the idea of going to the movie theaters, right? Because it's one thing to to enjoy and to really spend your time watching a lot of different movies, but it's another thing to want to do so in the theaters, especially when there's such a wide range of options that you can use to watch any movie, right? Whether it's you going straight from the TV, right? If you have cable or if you have any kind of um, like film channel, you could just watch movies there, or the big one, streaming. I mean, you have so many different streaming options. I have a lot of different streaming options myself. So, especially now with coronavirus beginning to come to a close, right? Well, of course, there's so much that needs to be done in between. Then, you know, there's so much that that needs to really be taken in consideration before we start completely opening up. But now we see there's more and more things opening up. There's more and more theaters opening up. Now, the big question is, why go to the movies, right? When there are still some risks, why go when I can just watch a lot of these movies on my TV, on my phone, on my computer? Or more specifically, why go when I can just wait a little bit? You know, wait a little bit longer, I'll pay $20, $30, and I'll just watch it. And I don't know, I I guess the big thing is, I'm not going to go into the history of, of film, history of cinema, history of how people used to treat going to the movie theaters like it was an event, right? Every film seemed to have a kind of a red carpet event because 
it was important. It was important because it showcased filmmakers. It showcased their ideas and people recognized the significance of it. You know, it was kind of one of those things where because there weren't as many TVs, right, before before you could just watch a, a movie on your phone, you wanted to go to be a part of it, to be able to experience the film in the way that it was created. And so I won't, I have already begun to, but I won't talk too much about that. I want to give you more of a, an idea of why I go to the movie theaters, right? Why do I spend all my time? Why does my pride enjoy going to the movie theaters 102 times in a year? Well, I guess to start, it goes back to the idea of, of what film is, what cinema is, right? So the significance there. And for me, I've come to really understand and to really come to see some of those things that I mentioned before, right? The technical aspects of what makes a film. It, it's far deeper than just actors and even directors and even writing. And quite frankly, I, I enjoy my, my phone and, and my TV and they're pretty decent and my sound quality is fine, but you can never ever experience a film without having to spend thousands and thousands of dollars to make a home theater. And that's not what films were created for. I mean, imagine watching a film like, I don't know, like A Quiet Place. We just talked about A Quiet Place, right? You have to be able to experience every single part of it. Every sound has to be taken in consideration. And if you're not watching it in a theater, you're probably going to miss a lot of those things, right? You're probably going to miss a lot of those things that make A Quiet Place actually so special. So you're going to be watching it for the film that it is, which is a great film about a family trying to survive, trying to, to sacrifice and do everything they can for each other. But you're going to be missing those aspects of what makes it a truly great film. The way that it plays with sound, right? The way that it invokes fear through the music, through through the, the shocking tones, right? Or, or even just through the jump scares. You can't experience that at home. And one of my favorite films, La La Land, right? I've talked about this plenty of times, but I had never seen it in theater. So every time I had seen it, it was just at home, you know, however, and the other day we were able to to get a, a theater to that played La La Land, me and my team. And I'm telling you, it was special. I mean, the colors were so vibrant. Just seeing it on the big screen was incredible. It was, <laughs> I, I can truly say that it was one of those things where I, I loved the film before. I knew a lot about it. I learned a lot about it. I wanted to continue to watch it forever, but nothing compares to seeing it on the big screen. There's just nothing that compares. And even my team kept talking about, yeah, there was something significant about being able to see it there, to see it in the movie theaters, even just kind of the atmosphere of it, even the, the smelly, nasty popcorn that you get that's either, you know, really good or really, really bad, really soggy and lame, right? There's even that makes it so significant. And I know as I've went to the movie theaters, generally I'll tell people I like to go to theaters that, that you can smell the popcorn and it gives you a headache because it's so strong. And where the, the seats are a little bit uncomfortable. So to the point where you feel like you're definitely not at home. Um, and, and generally, and this is a plug. I always go to Regal if I can. Regal's the best. They're the most the most Hollywood-esque film chain. So, you know, of course, it's not it's not your, your, your old school theaters. They're not great. They're not like the perfect, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm in Hollywood. But just a special place in my heart because they don't have, most of them don't have recliner seats. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm not going to the movie theater to be comfortable. I'm going to the movie theater to feel like I'm at a movie theater. Um, and it's just the beautiful aspect for me is like, as I think about it, it's like, obviously these are not the same. These do not relate in its entirety, but I don't go to, to church to be comfortable. 
Right? I go to church to experience the mass, to experience Jesus in the Eucharist, to be able to see and encounter him in a deeper way, in a somewhat similar way. I go to the movies because I want to experience the film. I want to experience the beauty of it. I don't care if I'm a little uncomfortable, if my knee, my leg is starting to fall asleep. I'll shake it off. It's fine. I just want to see the film. And that's why it's so important to go to see these movies because the reality is, if you don't, then the way that we watch films changes significantly. And there's nothing wrong with streaming, right? And I'll, I'll give you an example. You know, you, you look a couple years ago at, at the films like The Irishman and Marriage Story. Those are Netflix films. Now, say what you will about Netflix and their model. I don't fully agree, right? Because they, they put it in the theater while also almost essentially simultaneously a couple weeks later putting it on their platform. Um, but really what they did, what they have done more specifically is they've given filmmakers an opportunity to make the films that they want to make, right? Martin Scorsese was not going to make the Irishman in any other company with any other company. And he got a lot of money to be able to put together a film that he was very passionate about. So what Netflix has done and what a lot of other streaming services done is given artists the opportunity to perfect their art, to focus on their art, to have the opportunities to be able to do the things that they want and to showcase the things that they want to fans. And that's beautiful and that's great. But to see the Irishman on a laptop, on a phone, just doesn't do it justice, right? It, it doesn't. And there's a beauty to being able to see it somewhere else, to see it on a screen that's bigger than, you know, 48 inches. And I think that's the point of cinema. And I'll give you an example, though, of why that's also significant is even though Artists are given the opportunity to make films, right? To make the films that they want through companies like Netflix and such. It also takes away from the opportunity to be able to see the other significant part of film, right? We talked about the significance of going to the theaters just because that's how films often are made to be seen, right? I mean, you think about IMAX, you think about all these different things. Imagine watching Avatar when it first came out. And I'm talking about the Blue People Avatar when it first came out on a TV screen. No, you had to be in the theater. You had to experience, right? To experience the, the special effects. But on the other hand, the other big thing is that film in its essence is more than just entertainment. It's more than just here is something spectacular. I mean, and something over the top, unless you're watching Fast and Furious, then I guess, you know, go ahead. But still, film gives people an opportunity to express themselves and to express and allow people to see themselves. And we've talked about representation in film before, right? One of which being Spider-Verse. I mean, the, the beautiful gift of a young person being able to see themselves or feel like that's them, that they can be Spider-Man on the big screen. And how that even relates to ourselves as, 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 as Christians to be able to see ourselves on the big screen. However, in its essence, the opportunity to do that, right? To, to showcase a different culture, to showcase something greater about the human experience is super important. And an example is an example of this is Crazy Rich Asians. Right? Netflix was originally going to buy Crazy Rich Asians. They they had the plan they were going to give them a lot of money to be able to do anything that they wanted. But I can't remember if it was the director or the producers, but they said no. They said no because they knew that it was important for people to be able to see this on the big screen. Because if they went straight to Netflix or straight to another streaming service, more people would be inclined to say, okay, I'll wait a little bit and then I can just watch it at home. And that is extremely important because they understood that culturally speaking, I mean, Asian representation in films is 
growing, that's for sure, but it's still not there, especially when the film came out. It, it was almost non-existent. So to showcase a film like that, that's big and glamorous, but also just had a lot of backing behind it, even without the support of Netflix, to show like, hey, not only can we have a film about us, and I'm speaking particularly of, of the Asian community, right? But also we're able to make money off of this. And now money is not the end all be all, but that is extremely important. You're basically saying, hey, through this, you can see that there's so much support for our stories, for stories that speak into our struggles, that speak into the way that we see the world. And for it to make so much money and to be able to to go out and have this huge following. I mean, that was one of my favorite films that year when it came out is awesome and it's incredible. And the reality is it wouldn't have done that had it went straight to streaming had people not been able to see themselves to, to go see it on the big screen. And it's such a beautiful gift, such a beautiful gift for that film to, to succeed because it opened up the opportunities for other films, right? Whether it's predominantly speaking like the for Asian cultural films, right? And being able to showcase those stories, but also for other cultures as well. I mean, in this, this week, In the Heights is coming out, right? And In the Heights is a film that about Latinos, Right, an opportunity to showcase those stories, and of course that's based off of Lin Manuel Miranda's musical, but still it's able to start showing and start moving into the direction of being able to allow people to show and represent themselves on the big screen. And if you watch In the Heights on HBO Max when it comes out, you're missing the opportunity to experience the story, to experience the beauty of what film can do, to experience. Each of those characters, each of those actors, right, making those sacrifices to create a film that gives a voice to a lot of people that honestly don't have it or to a lot of people whose voices feel quieted at times. And so for me, one of the big reasons why I go to the movies and one of the big reasons I see even whether the the big movies, right, the blockbusters and even the independent films is because the more that we give, right, the more that we as an audience give to those films, the more that we that we show up. The more tickets that we buy, the more opportunities there are for independent artists, for independent directors and writers and actors, but even just storytellers, right? The more opportunities there are for them. And it's a crazy realization that if you want to make a difference in the world, really, in its essence, quite honestly, 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 if we want to make a difference in the world, it starts with the films that we watch, with the media we take in. And we'd hope that that's not the case, but I mean, Hollywood kind of directs everything, right? The things that are portrayed in a lot of films, what good or bad, attach, attract our attention and they shape the way that we see the world. So if we spend our money in the theaters watching good films, more good films will come out, right? Or if we don't show up for those films that are really good, that have good stories, that really show us a deeper side of the art of filmmaking then they won't come out anymore. So quite frankly, especially if we think about this from a, from a Christian perspective, right? What's, what's our duty when it comes to movies? Why do we go to the movie theaters? Well, it's to be able to support the people that are making, trying to make a difference. They're trying to bring Jesus into the world through the film, the films that they make. And this doesn't mean that it has to be a straight Christian film, right? That's not always the case. And, And even then, yes, support those films, right? Support them, go watch them. But even just films that have that ask good moral questions, that challenge us, that give us an opportunity to understand what love is, what relationships are, 
how to love one another in the context of those relationships, right? And we can go deeper, go down the line. If we're not going to the movies to watch those films, then they won't be made. And then the market will become saturated by films that maybe aren't so good. Maybe those that don't speak truth. Maybe those films that really go contrary to what we believe. And even then, as I mentioned before, that doesn't necessarily mean that we have to stop watching every single film that is is remotely, even just a tiny bit off. No, no, no. That's important for us to be able to show and see how everybody in the world is seeing the world, right? To be able to hear those stories, right? Because it oftentimes will give us good perspective. But more so, this is a call for us to go back to the movies for more so than just the, the idea of, okay, it's date night or let's go have some fun. No, it's an opportunity to celebrate good art and to celebrate good art that invites us to grow. Uh, I'll, I'll repeat it again. It's an opportunity to celebrate good art and more specifically good art that helps us to grow in our faith. That helps each person, whether they are religious or not, to experience something good. Every ticket that we buy is an opportunity for someone to make a good film, for someone to do really good, and for someone to invite and encounter Jesus through film. And I, I may be the patron saint of film, and this podcast may be giving you an opportunity and a new lens into the way that we see films. But at the same time, it's our duty to do the same, to see the world through the lens of Jesus, to see the world the way that Jesus created it, that God created it, and to be able to showcase that through the art that we see. And that starts, quite frankly, with going to the movies. So I encourage you all, as you try to figure out, and once once you feel comfortable, of course, once, once you feel like things are being safe, to start going to the movies, to support local theaters, but also to support filmmakers, especially those that are independent, those smaller productions, right, to support them, especially when you hear that there's a good film that says it has a good message, support it, support it, buy that ticket, because it really can be an opportunity for better content and a better conversation for how films are made, because the reality is that Hollywood has an idea that it's, it's entertainment over education, but if we showcase and we show that we want education, we want things that are good and wholeheartedly truthful and moral, there's nothing that can stop those productions, those films from being made because we're supporting them. So I encourage you, as I've said, go to the movies, have some fun, and more importantly, watch some good films and get some popcorn, get an icy, have some candy, whatever you need to do, or sneak in some, some food. Not condoning that behavior, but if you do, I won't say anything. So I hope you have a good time and you'll join me in going back to the movies and supporting those films, those films that can teach us so much about our faith and so much about how God loves us and wants us to see the world that he created. This has been the Patron Saint of Film. I'm your host, Cameron De La Torre. Special thanks to our producer, Rachel Darling, our sponsor, Mike Tatton. Music brought to you by Carlos Munoz. You can follow me on Instagram at patron saint of underscore film. Have a blessed day. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino was America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.